As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Business is Art on True Chat. We're broadcasting from Cincinnati, Ohio today, Valentine's Day, February 14th, 2017. I'm your host, John Umstead, and with me today is my guest, Mark Strickler, who is a licensed massage therapist uh, with Medical Massage Associates. We're going to be talking about medical massage and improved productivity and a lot of other things around the subject of medical massage. Welcome to the show, Mark. Good afternoon, John. Thanks for being with us today. Um, uh, this is uh, this actually is a topic that um, is kind of near and dear to my heart. Uh, mentioned to you before, I actually uh, I actually received massage therapy uh, on a fairly regular basis. I started it in preparation of uh, some surgery a, a little over a year ago, and have continued it as part of the recovery process. Um, mm-hmm. So. Uh, uh, like I said, it's something I'm, I'm at least familiar with on the receiving end, but I'm interested to hear some of your uh, professional uh, thoughts about the topic sure. itself. So why don't we jump right on into it then, Mark, and, and have you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Sure. Um, kind of a roundabout way of getting into massage. Um, we didn't realize that it would become my career. I recognized when I was a teenager that the uh, gals that I dated liked that I rubbed shoulders. I read my first <laughs> book on massage back then, just so they'd be better at it. Um, <laughs> See, now you're blowing uh, you're, you're you're blowing the entire thought process here. We got to get people away from <laughs> from the no, sexy yeah. massage. <laughs> exactly, but yeah, truly was doing it just you know because people get tense shoulders. You know, yeah. It's one of those things that pops up, you know, headaches and so on, but it was just, mm-hmm. you know, recognize that it made people feel good. And that was about yeah. the extent of, um, I had an uncle who was a family practice doc, uh-huh. discussed medicine with him. Um, and he was kind enough to, you know, not just, you know, here's all the glowing things, but here's the downside. And he ran through this whole gamut of the long hours and the crazy phone calls in the middle of the night because this is enough years ago that stocks were in the phone book. Mm-hmm. So he says, you're going to get one or two a month where Johnny's got a fever, Susie's got a bellyache, you know, and this 
is it something they could do over the phone or I'll meet you at the office at two in the morning. And, you know, again, those the days of the family practice doc truly being that kind of service provider. Um, right. And was thinking, oh, this doesn't sound too bad. Clear until we got talking about a gal who was um, in the youth group at church a couple of years younger than I was, didn't realize she had been a patient of his, but had been since birth because the parents had been patients. Mm-hmm. Um, through family practice, she had her right leg amputated just below the hip. Uh-huh. And he said that bothered him for six months. He didn't sleep well. He didn't eat well. Was there something he could have caught to, you know, maybe have been able to prevent this amputation? Mm-hmm. And when he shared that was kind of, hey, you can't fix everybody. Maybe I don't want to do medicine. So I took my mm-hmm. love of science and plugged it into electrical engineering. Mm-hmm. Um, did that for a number of years and finally the company I was working for before switching careers was shopping themselves it was a little mom and pop a small family kind of orientated place and I didn't want to be working for some mega corp which they were selling it to so I got thinking about did I want another engineering job did I want to go pursuing something else and I went back to that thought of medicine but Mm-hmm. recognizing my age and not necessarily the stamina even to handle trying to go to med school. It was, eh, let's look at other options. And massage was something I could do in a year's worth of full-time classes. Uh-huh. Um, and glad that I made the change because it, it is very rewarding. Um, engineering, you, you solve problems. And then medical massage, that's what we do too. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a whole lot faster response time than I might be planning something and it's six months <laughs> before I know if it works back in the engineering days. Now Mm -hmm. in five, 10 minutes, I've got feedback from the patient and I know that we're in the right direction and we're getting the results they want. Mm -hmm. So it's just marvelously, you know, fitting with the love of problem solving that I did with the engineering. I probably should have done medicine, but eh, this is the next best thing for careers late in life. Well, you know, it's it's really interesting how careers develop over time or or shift Mm -hmm. and change. Um, uh, and you know what you what you think you want to do uh, at one stage in your life, you you may learn fairly quickly, or it may take you some time to figure out, hey, that's not exactly for me, and something else comes along, or uh, just the circumstances around you kind of sometimes naturally migrate you toward one career path or another, and um, so that's a great backstory, and it, it's something uh, we've talked about on businesses art before. Uh, particularly when it uh, when it pertains to younger folks, uh, people that are going through trade schools or um, or in college or what have you, and being just very very nervous about, am I making uh, the right decision? Is this what I want to do? <laughs> yeah, and uh, exactly. <laughs> and I always advise folks, you know, hey, don't worry about it. You know, this is what you want to do right now. So uh, embrace it, enjoy it, and at some point. You're probably going to hit a point, you know, it seems like most people do. You're probably going to hit a point where, hey, this isn't the thing I want to do anymore. But it was back then. It was the thing to do then. So don't worry about it. Just embrace it and go for it. Good philosophy. All right. So you kind of talked about not just your background, but also what led you to the field of massage. How, How many years have you been doing this? Um, my eighth anniversary was last November, so this is the start of year nine. Nice, nice. Now, speaking of careers, do you see yourself doing anything else from here throughout, or uh, always keep <laughs> the doors open? Not, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
because I'm, it, it really is. Uh, it's turned into such a nice thing. Um, mm-hmm. We had a meeting this morning, since, since you're familiar with BNI, mm-hmm. had worked on a patient, uh, new patient member of the chapter. Uh, last Tuesday morning, he came up to me and said, I've got this knot in my back, He's, you know, so I can barely stand up. He was there with his cane. He has some chronic problems otherwise. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's the advantage of my tools are with me at all times. So we yeah. know, <laughs> right. worked on that back, you know, did some stuff. He goes, man, that felt so much better. When can I get in? So had a session with him this past week. He showed up this morning. He said, what, you notice the difference? And I'm trying to look. He goes, I don't have the cane. I haven't used it since I saw you. So, wow. you know, those are the little things that you just kind of go, yeah, this is a good field to be in. Man, am I glad that, you know. <laughs> we're mm-hmm. able to help people like that. You know, it's right. not going to be a long-term fix. He has some stenosis, some arthritis. There's a variety of stuff going on in his back, but got rid of the really bad knots that were going on because um, he's a physical laborer kind of guy. The yep. occupation he's in, and he was, he said, I've just been over for about 20 minutes in this position and just locked him up. Mm-hmm. So being able to relieve that and get him back to. Yeah, at least for the time being, not needing that cane is a great feeling. Yeah, it, it, and it is amazing how quickly some folks can bounce back. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in my case, I was I was prepping for and recovering from surgery, so it was a little bit of a longer haul. But other people just tweak something, you know, just yeah. something locks up, and um, you know, you'd mentioned BNI. Uh, so for our listeners out there, Mark and I both are members of uh, BNI. Uh, business networking international group, separate groups, but we're both in BNI. And um, Mark, last week we had a couple of people on from uh, the H7 network, so uh, similar okay. to BNI, but a little bit different. Yeah, exactly. So we talk about networking quite a bit on this show, but um, just another quick story for you. Uh, in our BNI group, uh, there have been several people that have come in uh, at our meeting and, and thanked the massage therapists in our group and you know, saying that, you know, yesterday or the day before I couldn't move and today, you know, I feel fine. And that is particularly important for, like you said, the physical laborers. There's a there's a guy that's a painter in our group, paints houses and, uh, mm-hmm. and commercial buildings and inside and outside. And if he can't move, he's he's out of business. Right. I mean, he really? can't he better he better find himself another career path. And, uh, <laughs> you know, so, again, our guest is Mark Strickler. He's LMT and he is with Medical Massage Associates. And speaking of Medical Massage Associates, uh, Mark, why don't you tell us what that is? Sure. Um, The concept when I got started was it would be more than me because I really wanted to um, create a group of where, like any profession, you get people who have a passion for one area or another. So I really wanted to establish a, a group of us where somebody really had a desire to be a premier prenatal massage mm-hmm. somebody wanted to do sports massage somebody you know, and that way within the practice we could say i could take care of you however you'd be better served than mm-hmm. point back and forth between the group um, because there really is extra stuff you can learn in all sorts of areas um, and it's you can't a generalist is great but you know if you're going to re- get really good at something you have mm-hmm. to start focusing on and spending more time so the intent was, and working toward it, um, we have one additional therapist I'm interviewing right now and should have in the next month, because I'm really picky about who I hire, mm-hmm. um, should have a, a third therapist joining us. So 
it's starting to fall into place. Long term, probably going to be eight or ten of us, but that's you know that was the concept behind when I got started. Okay. Now, do you all work out of the same facility, or do you work out of uh, different facilities as sure. part of the? We we have an office in Centerville. Um, uh-huh. Most of the the uh, patients that Olivia sees are there out of the office. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the patients that I see are wherever they are. You went okay. to doing surgery. So a lot of times somebody pre-surgery or just right after post-surgery isn't fully ambulatory, so they can't get in and out of a car easily to get to you. So most of the people I see, I'm actually driving to go take care of. So mentioned the guy that I'm going to see tonight. Um, he was having trouble, couldn't get to the office because he couldn't even get out of bed. So mm-hmm. he was concerned that I wouldn't be able to get him up on the table tonight. I said, we can work around that. I'll be at your place. We'll take care of it and see what we can do. Uh-huh. That's great. So I want to I want to tie something that you said uh, back to business in general. You were talking about uh, specializing and, you know, when you're when you're kind of starting out and you're on your own, you've really got to generalize uh, on everything. But mm. eventually, um, you know, it, it can pay to begin to specialize in various areas. And the same is true in business in, in general, especially for entrepreneurs and business owners. You know, when you're starting up a business, uh, you've got to wear all hats. Uh, you might have, uh, you might be fortunate enough to have deep pockets enough to hire some of the things out that you need help with in getting the business up and running. But you basically have to be all to everything uh, until you can grow that business to a point where now you can start hiring and you don't have to wear so many hats. Um, and uh, you can hire others that can specialize in some of the things that you used to have to do. So a uh, very direct parallel to business in general is what you're talking about uh, in terms Absolutely. of your vision with Medical Massage Associates. Absolutely. All right, so tell us now a little bit about what's the difference between a medical massage and, say, going to a spa and getting a massage there. Sure. Um, primarily, you know, we do the exact same thing. There's not like there's suddenly different techniques with, really comes down if I were to define it. The spa experience is a marvelous thing. It'll help your autoimmune functioning, make you healthier, but it's really designed to be more of a, and I use this term, massage, so it's that ah mm-hmm. kind of thing going mm-hmm. on. A medical may not be quite so relaxing. Mm-hmm. Um, there are times where, you know, we're going to do something that you're going to be calling me an SOB while you're on the table. <laughs> but, you know, when we're finished, hopefully we've, you know, taking that range of motion or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. you were talking about with your surgery, a good medical massage on a post-surgery, you're trying to take care of some of that scar tissue. You just yeah. got a new joint, you want a full range of motion. Well, the uh, myofascial release technique that you use on scar tissue is not a pleasant thing. Right. It can be downright painful. Well, mm-hmm. you know, if you'll put up with that, we can make it go away. And uh, matter of fact, just had a uh, back surgery patient I've seen now three times. Um, she had initially had surgery, um, and they put in plates and screws, and it actually made things worse. She had, they went wow. back in, second surgery, removed the stuff, uh-huh. uh, and she's still in pain. And she found us online, came in to see me in doing the initial assessment. Recognized that the reason she was having this pain now was the scar tissue was rubbing on her sciatic nerve. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is not a pleasant thing because a it's you know, painful to work on the scar, and b mm-hmm. I'm still working on it right on top of the nerve that's already being irritated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm always. Take, I'm sorry, good. 
That's all right. We've taken it from about the size of a pea down about half that size. She's getting some relief. Um, the, the true testimony for me was I got an email. I think we need to do more sessions because mm-hmm. um, while this hurts, it's feeling better. And then in the interim between the second and third one, she had sent me somebody from her church. So, you know, even though I was making her hurt on yep. the table, she was referring me to someone else. So yeah. you know, there's that sense of success that it's so it's, it's still massage. It's still, but the difference really is the what you're doing and with the intent that you're doing it to fix a problem versus just relax and get rid of some tension. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I, I can speak to to all of that from firsthand experiences. Like I say, I, I use uh, uh, regular massage therapy um, as part of an ongoing process, and I'm always a little bit reluctant to tell people just how painful it can be at times because I don't, <laughs> you know, I don't want to discourage anyone from doing it because the benefits are are very real. But uh, I guess it's like uh, you know anything else, no pain, no gain, and. Um, yeah, there are times, you know, I, I want to leap off the table, um, and uh, uh, but afterwards, uh, it, it's better, and in the long yeah. haul, it's better. So, um, you, you yeah. go to the gym and you have sore muscles, but you yeah. do that so you're healthier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, so how do and this is just a kind of a curiosity question? How do clients find you, uh, or do they find you, or do you rely mostly on referrals? Uh, and how about do you get any referrals from medical doctors or clinics themselves? Um, the initial connection, we'll go praising you know BNI again, mm-hmm. um, as I did a whole lot of door hangings and direct mails and whatever got nothing. The BNI mm-hmm. got my initial, but at this point. Um, while I still get the handful of referrals uh, from my chapter, most of my referrals come from existing patients. The second mm-hmm. most prevalent category now just due to longevity has become the medical profession. So I get orthopedic surgeons and uh, family practice docs and chiropractors, you know, the whole medical community sending patients my way. But the, when I say the majority of them are just the word of mouth from existing patients going, hey, help me, you need to go see them. Mm-hmm. The orthopedic side of things really has come about because of patients going back in and telling the doc, hey, this helped me. Mm-hmm. And at least now the medical community is becoming more aware. Mm-hmm. There's been legitimate research showing the efficacy of massage, and therefore they're going, oh, it isn't just rub and lotion. Right. There is something to be done here, and you know, the patients are getting a better outcome. This is a good thing. So Yeah. Yeah, well, that's good. I'm, I'm glad to hear that that is beginning to happen. In my own experience, I actually had a couple of hip surgeries. One was just a repair and one was a replacement on separate hips. And in neither case, really, was I referred um, to uh, a massage therapist, to a licensed massage therapist. And in fact, I kind of I kind of think they get some of this wrong in that, you know, you have the surgery and then your insurance covers, you know, uh, eight or 16 or however many trips to the physical therapist. Uh, and then that's basically it, right? And, you know, you're kind of off on your own to give you a little piece of paper and say, now do these exercises at home, which no one's going to do. And, you know, I, I think there's two components that are really missing there. One is uh, massage therapy. And the other is uh, continuing with your with your physical training and, um, you know, outside of, of uh, the therapist uh facility 
and uh, bring it all together. And I was lucky enough that I did that. And I think I'm miles ahead of some people that I've talked to that have had similar operations and just really have continuing ongoing problems and some that are even sorry they even never had the surgery and um you know not not everyone but every once in a while you run across something like that and and i just think it's because in part you know we don't we don't offer that full package to uh, to people as they're coming out of you know trauma surgery injuries that sort of thing absolutely there's a there's a synergy between the two that makes the the one plus one to equal three and we're missing out sometimes when they they're not aware so it's it's an ongoing education process i do my best to talk whenever i can um, but it's sometimes mm-hmm. hard to get past the gatekeeper because you know if the doc's not seeing patients mm-hmm. nobody's getting paid so you know talk to yeah. the massage just why so <laughs> oftentimes right. it's the back door that the patient's going in and going man this has been really great so uh-huh. i encourage my patients to go back and make that conversation so mm-hmm. yeah and a lot of times, uh, massage can be covered if you go talk to your physician, and uh, they can write you a prescription for it. And uh, a lot of people aren't aware of that. So, um, so let's talk about improved productivity at work. You know, for employers out there um, or entrepreneurs, um, how can massage uh, impact or improve work from a productivity? Um, and outcomes to increase attendance, decrease sick days, and that sort of thing for their employee base. Um, I don't have stats to hand you, but, you know, I have the anecdotal evidence of, you know, it, it, uh, there's a handful of three different companies that I do once a month mm-hmm. working with staff and just the feedback from the employees that, you know, they feel special, they feel better. You end up with, you know, higher productivity when people feel appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, the actual stuff that we can point to any massage is going to improve the autoimmune system functioning. So, you know, most of illness comes as a factor of stress in it. Mm-hmm. So we can stress by, you know, 15, 20 minutes of chair massage in a workplace, then, you know, you've just improved that person's a chance of staying healthy because we're exposed to germs every day. Mm-hmm. We all survive by the virtue of this the system is functioning well and able to you know not and not get that tipping point and end up sick so it's just one of the ways of improving um, we do once a year GE subsidiary out in the Xenia area uh, there are seven of us going it's a three shift plan because they're self-insured they've recognized that they do a whole week-long health awareness and so they have a nutritionist in, they do some blood screening with blood sugars and pressures and whatnot. They have the massage therapist in the one day. They um, do some smoking cessation type stuff, all aimed at what can we do to help the employees stay healthier. Mm-hmm. Um, just the comments while we're in there working on the, the staff, you know, they're just singing the praises of the company. So you know, you've got improved morale, which means people want to come to work because they feel good. About, you know, there's just factor after factor that right. to me, says yeah this helps bottom mm-hmm. line all the way around so mm-hmm. yeah and you know I, I actually did have some stats uh that i looked up a few months ago I, I can't tell you what the source was now mark because it's been a while but um uh sp- again speaking of bni uh it was uh coming upon my turn to be um one of the speakers in our group and um stand up and give a presentation and uh, on the same rotation 
was actually our massage therapist of the group. And uh, so she and I got together and figured out a way to combine our presentations and do some back and forth. <laughs> yeah. And um, uh, so one of the things that, that I always talk about as a consultant is various levels of increasing your odds of success um, through formal planning. So at various stages of your business. And one of those stats is that if your business is already up and running and you know, you've been running for a few years and doing okay, you're kind of past that startup hump. Um, businesses that have formal plans tend to on average do about 30% better or grow 30% faster than their competitors or counterparts that don't have any kind of formal planning process. And so uh, we were, we were going to make that point in the presentation and we thought, what, I wonder what the stats are around attendance, uh, you know, for uh, employers that have massage uh, actually in the office. And again, I, I, I'm sorry, I can't remember the source, but we found it was right about 30% as well, um, mm -hmm. uh, improved attendance records. And uh, I mean, that's phenomenal when you think about it and you, you add sure multiply that by dollars and cents, the cost of not having that employee in the office, the lost productivity, all of those kinds of things to pay for sick time. And that adds up very, very quickly, even with one employee. So, yeah, I think it's about 20. Yeah, a larger workforce place and you start going to that it means I need three less employees or 10 <laughs> less employees mm -hmm. to keep the workflow because you're not covering for people who are out all the time. It really Yep. To see how that would be a positive thing for bottom line everywhere. So. Yeah, and, and that doesn't even speak to employee engagement, you know, just, uh, mm -hmm. you know, a happy workforce uh, is a, is typically a productive workforce and an engaged workforce. It's just like your customer. You're talking about, you know, all the referrals from your customers. You really want your customers to be advocates for you. It's the best form of uh, marketing you could have. And same with your employees. You really want them to be advocates as well. So just one other way to uh, to get them there. All right. So let's move along here a little bit. So why don't we see massage therapy a little more frequently as a prescription? We talked about it's it's coming and you can go get a prescription in certain cases, but why don't we see it more frequently uh, offered up as a prescription for injury or surgery, recovery, uh, like we do PT or physical therapy and, um, sure. you know, what's, what's going on there? What, what the missing link is at this point, I think, really is education. Um, the uh, one national group that I belong to, American Massage Therapy Association, does a whole lot of broadcasting and research. You know, part of what I'm paying for when I do my annual dues is the research they do. Mm -hmm. um, but there have been, fortunately, a variety of uh, actual medical um, facilities that have recognized and are doing the research. Uh, so, for example, the Mayo Clinic has a staff of massage therapists because then they've gone back and documented that, oh, look, Post-surgery, when we're sending massage therapists in, the actual use of the pain meds is drastically reduced. You know, oh, Isn't that a great thing? <laughs> yeah, so less meds, you know, the, the patient's recovering better when you're not getting, you know, getting those opioids running around in your body and screwing mm -hmm. other things up. Um, and then luckily there have been some phenomenal, um, nice, peer-reviewed, published-in-the-medical-journal type uh, research the last few years Mm -hmm. So it really comes down to now the physicians are starting to see that this isn't just going and hitting the spa and having that lotion rubbed around. Right. So, you know, there is some improvement to the outcome for their patients by doing this. So it'll take some time, but I think it's that combination of 
me getting my patient to go back and talk to their doc, you know, the me doing whatever I can to get in front of um, physicians here and there. And then, you know, the voices that come from organizations like the AMTA, um, best example, you know, pardon this one, like a little bit to explain, research group out of Canada, primarily funded by the sports industry because they did stuff on muscles. Mm-hmm. So the athlete gets injured. How do we get them healed faster? How do we make them stronger? How do we make them run faster? All those things that mm-hmm. that world would be intrigued by. This was published about two years ago. Um, guy was an avid runner, one of the researchers, and said, there's always massage tables at the end of the marathon. How come? So he's asking the therapist, uh-huh. well, because they asked us to be here. He's asking the runners, well, because, you know, it feels good. I seem to recover better. So they right. did an actual um, testing, took a group of volunteers, took a tissue sample from the right and left uh, quads, put them on a stationary bike, had them pedal to the muscles were shaking from fatigue, second tissue sample, randomly inside one of the two legs. So now you've got your double blind to keep the science world happy. Uh-huh. Third tissue sample, waited two and a half hours, um, took a fourth tissue sample. And what they were able to show that the leg had, that had been massaged was actually healing faster. Wow. So just the mere, you know, rubbing the leg and, mm-hmm. and, and the aha moment when you think about it is you bump your head going through the door. What do you do? You put your hand up there and you rub yeah. it. <laughs> right, right. And yep. so we're hardwired. A little bit of massage actually improves the healing process. So he was able to document and called for more research, a bigger group of, and refining it. But they were able to show that the mitochondria, which is the power plant of the cell, was actually stimulated. It was working faster on the leg that had been massaged. So uh-huh. when we can get that kind of information in the physician's hand, right. hey, guys, we can help you out, you know, the mm-hmm. meds are necessary on occasions marvelous when they're not then here's a way around and let's let's start yeah. with the least invasive first right and work our way up a chiropractor friend uses the analogy of if your house is on fire it's great that there's a fire department uh-huh. but if we could prevent the fire by having a fire extinguisher a smoke detector or whatever let's do those first <laughs> so let's do the preventative type things like right you know, Getting oil changed in your car to keep the engine running. Let's get a massage to keep that tissue healthy. Uh-huh. The autoimmune functioning and, you know, end up yeah. with a healthier individual. Yep. Do you feel like we've kind of turned the corner a little bit in, uh, in this regard and in, in getting the information and the acceptance and, and not just yep. acceptance, but actually the promotion of massage therapy? Do you feel like we've turned the corner and we're accelerating or are we still making a turn so you know the the other side regretfully is there and the term i use is the entertainment industry Mm -hmm. is out there still you know (laughs) using the guise of massage yeah because we end up hearing about you know they shut down this place or that you know and sadly there are some people that then associate that with no that's not massage you know, yeah, that yeah. has nothing to do with this is, you know, <laughs> had, had the, you know, I, I used the, you know, the guy who taught my anatomy and physiology class taught mm-hmm. the right state nursing students and pre-med students. He said, yeah, it's the same textbook. You know, it's not like uh-huh. there's any difference. So you're covering everything that they're covering. Right. When people understand that, you know, this isn't just, here's your lotion, have at it, you know, yeah. <laughs> you got, you got to learn all the muscles of the body, all the nerves, all the bones, all the, oh my word, you know, this uh-huh. really does involve a lot of true medicine in that sense. So, 
Well, to that point, that's a perfect lead into this next question. And that's, you know, what advice would you have for really any individual that's thinking of going into this profession or maybe they're in the profession, but they want to strike out on their own and start their own business? Sure. Um, the key to my success, you know, really came down to um, finding a, finding out about BNI. That was purely a stumble upon, and I am so thankful that I did, because when I go tracking backwards, you know, this patient came from that patient came from. Oh, look, that was a referral out of BNI initially. Mm-hmm. More than eighty percent of my patients came out of there. So that's good the solid networking. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, it's just networking, and you know, whether you're doing it with chamber events or whatever. You have to get the word out, but it's not just that, hey, I exist, it's the, I exist and there's, you know, some actual credibility to go with that visibility that there's a reason you can use me. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, that, that comes from that word of mouth of, hey, you know, Mark worked on me and I feel better. You know, right. so I, I, I love those testimonials. Those are wonderful. Um because that does more than, you know, you know the routine. I'm mm-hmm. the best consultant ever. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, sure, sure, John. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But if I say it about you, that's a whole other story. Yeah, he worked with me, and, you know, so it, yep. you know, it, it really comes down. So, yeah, networking is key. We're sadly, never, never learned it while I was at UD, never learned it <laughs> in high school. Yeah. But luckily, I stumbled on VNI because one of the guys at the chapter put a notice up at the gym and I worked with the UD marching band. That's one of my give back okay. to the communities because I was a member there. And the it's band university. director said, Hey, they're, they're looking for a massage therapist. So I called and said, you know, hi, tell me about, you know, uh-huh. your employees. We're doing chair stuff. No, 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 this is a business group coming. You know, uh-huh. Uh-huh. man of Michael that I stumbled on because you know, I don't know where I'd be otherwise. Right. So if I'm going to tell somebody success, plug into networking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for listeners out there that might not know, UD is University of Dayton in Dayton, Ohio. Sure. And uh, uh, yeah, while you're while you are at UD and a number of other colleges, you do network, but it's a really bit of a different kind of networking, right? <laughs> <laughs> you nothing in the way of formal there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. So. All right. Any other major advice you'd like to hand out before we begin to wrap up? You know, like any career, if you're if you're going to succeed, that you got to be serious. Mm-hmm. Um, so that means, you know, part of the time is actually doing the work, and the other part's studying for to do better and networking, and you know, so mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. it's a small piece of the actual physical billable hours versus all the other stuff that goes on, and you have to recognize that mm-hmm. there's a lot of other hours involved, not just that billable side so yep yeah and again i think that's really true of uh of a lot of uh professions and and particularly for entrepreneurs and business owners um yeah you you spend uh it's really a fraction of the time doing whatever it is that you're in business to do uh the rest of the time is everything else that goes with it so good points all right, Mark Blixen, I have uh, enjoyed the topic. I hope some people took some things away uh, from us here. And if nothing else, I hope they have a little bit better understanding of what medical massage is, massage therapy, and how it might help improve their health and improve the health of their employees. Um, so we're going to have to wrap up, though, because we're running out of time. But before we do, uh, where can people find you? 
uh, or your business or anything else, any special causes you might like to mention while we're here? Um, just be you know, always happy. We do a lot of stuff with a variety of uh, good, good causes. Um, for example, one of our monthly uh, visits is with the Humane Society. I uh-huh. love the work that they do. So that's one of the places to volunteer, do some stuff with Hospice of Dayton. Uh-huh. Um, they ha- have an actual staff of seven full-time massage therapists. Wow. Um, they're not healing people, but you know, end of life, they're trying to make them feel better. So right. I volunteer and plug in for some of the holes where they can't necessarily cover stuff. Good and for you. For finding me, we're on the web. Um, it's the quickest way to how to get to us. Uh, and it's it you know, to me, it's just I love what I'm doing. I'm, I'm glad that I finally stumbled back into medicine where I probably should have been from the beginning. But you know. <laughs> hey, life's a journey, right? We just exactly. Uh, <laughs> well good well i'm glad you're there too and i'm glad you are doing something that you enjoy uh and uh, that is rewarding uh, there's nothing better than knowing you just made somebody's day better and if you can make a little money while you're doing that uh that's even better so good on you thank you so much john yeah thank you and uh everyone out there if you haven't already make sure you download true chats mobile app you can connect with us on social media right in the app itself or visit our website at truechat.org that's t-r-u-e-c-h-a-t dot org again that's truechat.org true chats network offers a great lineup of shows on sports and politics pop culture entertainment business lifestyle and more so make sure you explore what our network has to offer for businesses art on true chat broadcasting from cincinnati ohio today i'm your host john umstead and again my guest has been mark strickler lmt with medical massage associates thanks again mark really appreciate it thanks john take care buddy all right you too and thank you all very much for tuning in we'll see you next time on businesses art be the change As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.